Hello. It looks like you're here for an 11 p.m. nightcap. Welcome. <laughs> Krista Stoppins, big smiley frogs. <clears throat> Krista, how are you doing today? And a cheers to you as well. Cheers. Mm. Good. <sighs> I had a thing I was going to share, and I forgot it upstairs, so I guess I'll do that tomorrow. Oh, well. Um... I might, I might have those new boots to share tomorrow too. I think they're, I think they're supposed to get here tomorrow. So I'm excited about that. Um, today's was kind of a weird day and tomorrow is going to be, well, we'll talk about that in a minute. A, I slept for shit last night because the, uh, skin medication that I take. Uh, I was itching me terribly, so I was like fucking itchy <clears throat> and couldn't sleep and kept waking up. <sighs> See? And um, just didn't sleep good. And today I had a whole lot of like meetings uh, and stuff that I had to go through at work. Uh, Krista says, doing good thing about turning in the heat for a couple days and freezing. Yeah. Yeah, it's the same here. It got cold. It, it, it got down to cold that one night and was freezing cold. And um, it's like 56 or something out now and raining. And this is like classic. Thursday, then 78 and raining. So you have a 22 degree temperature swing. And then Friday, 87. So you go from 56 to 87 in just a couple of days. Like crazy. You know, I, I turn my air conditioner on, turn the heat off. I'm like, man, I'm fucking cold in here. So, I don't blame you. And uh, I even got this dehumidifier for upstairs, but it's been now not humid because it's not really hot. So, but... um. And I can feel like <coughs> my sinuses and allergies and everything are messed up. It's just a wreck. So, yeah, I didn't sleep good. And um, Black Cat says, okay, hot. Uh, yeah, I mean, 80, like I say, almost 90 degrees on Friday. So, such is the wonder, wonderfulness and fickleness of the weather. Black Cat's poppy also didn't sleep good. That makes me sad. We all need our rest. So I think today I'm not going to raid anyone when the show is over. I think I'm just going to end it because I need to do a little bit of some stretching uh, and some extra little limbering up before I go to bed. My, my middle back feels super stiff. Um, I think it's a combination of stress and posture and whatever. You know, this work chair that I have is not great. And the chair I'm sitting in right now isn't bad. The problem with it is it's not high enough. So I think what I'm going to look at is see if there's a way I can take the bottom pieces of the chair and put some sort of like risers on them to just lift the chair up so it's higher up. Because if I could get it higher up, I actually think this would be a more comfortable chair than the chair that I have that I'm using for my regular work chair. And then for this, for an hour, I'll just use the one other chair I have upstairs. So swap it in and out, as it were. <clears throat> um, so my, uh, yeah, my middle, middle of my back feels kind of stiff and kind of sore. And um, I didn't work out today because I was just exhausted. And Black Cat says that she didn't get nearly as much done today as she wanted to either. And for Krista, it's 60, and then tomorrow in high 90s this weekend. Yep. Got the same thing we're getting. I don't I don't like when it swings that much that quickly. I feel like that's just when I feel terrible. Like my my joints and everything just feel bad. It's like we just it's like my your body just starts to get into acclimating to the warm weather, and then boom, this like cold snap where it's long enough to where your body's like, alright, I guess we're going back to cold weather. 
Oh, now it's 90. Oh, I guess, like, man, I just, I hate it. I hate that. It's not my, not my favorite. <laughs> Black Cat's Poppy, by the way. Sent a video to me. Uh, on Tw Oh, she posted this on Twitter. And we're going to review this for a moment. And the reason why we're going to review it is because I think there was a particular, uh, I think there was a particular, there, there was a phrase that I swear I heard, um, you black cats, Poppy? That's better. There was a particular phrase that I swear I heard during this video and black cat laughed and agreed but I want to see if anyone else notices it. Who notices this? Um, <laughs> because I couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> I could not stop laughing when I heard it. So I'm gonna get this queued up uh, in the background. <laughs> uh, I think it's this clip. Yeah, it's this one right here. I'm going to skip a little near towards the end. All right. <laughs> All right. So we're going to switch to the sidebar here for a minute. I'm going to dial this in like this. So you guys get the full effect. Shorten that up a little bit. Okay. That's good. That's good enough. So you can see we're at one minute and 26 seconds. <laughs> There's something that I swear you will hear. I want to see if anyone else hears it. Okay. So listen closely and see if you also pick out the thing that I heard. Here we go. Did you did you hear it? Did you hear it? It's right about one minute and forty-two seconds. So I'm gonna rewind this a little bit. Okay, we're at 137. Listen at 142 and tell me what is the person that's that's singing? What does she say? Here we go. I have <laughs> says, now that's all she hears. And I agree because all I hear is them, is, is her saying something like, I've got chocolate in my butt. I got chocolate in my butt. We're going to do this one more time. Tell me if I, tell me if I'm off base. I swear that's what she says. Something about, I want chocolate. I got or I want chocolate in my butt. That's what she fucking says. Here we go. She totally says chocolate in my butt. There's no... <laughs> There's... See, now Black Cat says that that's not all she can hear. But for anyone else that's listening. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, if, you get, if you get chocolate and you bite me, and you go poo-poo. <laughs> Run up to that girl and be like, the bathroom's this way. It's over there. Girl singing about something I'm having chocolate on her butt. I mean, there's, there's worse things you do. I mean, what goes in must come out. Depending on whether it went in one end or the other. But if you got chocolate in your butt, you should probably get it out of there. You'd probably get out of there. 
I wouldn't recommend keeping that in there. That's not a good storage space for that. M&M's. Milk chocolate melts in your mouth. And also your butt. <sighs> Would that be a B&M instead of an M&M? All right. <laughs> but Krista, I hope you're listening. Did you hear that too? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <clears throat> so there's another <clears throat> what I think is a very funny video that I think we'll play right after the uh, we'll play it right after the podcast break maybe we'll play it during the podcast break because there's a visual component to it that is extra funny and if you can't see it it's it's not it's not as humorous. So I think while the podcast folks uh, take their advertising break, we'll share that one. And, um, you know, I think I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the talk about what's going on, on. So the title of this episode is The Earthquake. And in this case, I'm not necessarily referring to the actual... <laughs> Chris says, I'm a horrible person to ask what I hear. Maybe it's the power of suggestion, but I kind of heard the same. Chocolate in my butt. <laughs> the fact that that, like, <laughs> Italian woman is, like, twerking and wiggling her butt around makes it extra funny. Black Cat comments that that was a weird day. I think you said that you got invited to some party and it was like, uh, and then like you've seen the people around town now and they're like, oh, hey, see, that's how you make friends. Just crash parties. People are having drinks. There's a band and people are, they have chocolate in their butt. And like, <laughs> I'm not going to be able to get that out of my head. I have an earworm now for that three second clip of that fucking video and I can't I was actually doing something earlier and as I was do, I had that like and like get the chocolate out of your butt song out of your head I don't even know what fucking song that is <laughs> there were so many characters there Black Cat please write about that experience in your blog you kind of like the song The real song or the Cigar Goyle interpreted version? <laughs> Please write about that in your blog or something, though, because that sounds like a surreal experience. But the earthquake is not talking about the actual... Uh, what's that? Geographic... Um, Geographical to geological, geological event. Um, and what it refers to is, again, heard me talking about there's some things happening at my work and my job, and there's some disconcerting stuff going around. And the problem is that even though some really shitty shit has happened, there's been a lot of tremors, but not enough for an earthquake. And I feel like we need an earthquake. So there was a this point earlier this week where I <clears throat> talked to a manager I couldn't take anymore and just said, look, I think there's some people who are really fucking some shit up and whatever. <clears throat> and so again this morning we had a, um, a sort of a company-wide meeting. And during this company-wide meeting, some of the same people who were these do-nothing uh, what uh, co another departed uh, who doesn't work at the company anymore, uh, an ex coworker, used to call busy idiots people just doing work that really isn't doing anything for anyone for whatever reason. And so we have this company meeting today, and some of these busy idiots have a presentation, and they're going on about how they're going to revolutionize and do all this stuff. And part of what they were talking about was stuff that we already have. 
that we already have done. Um, Krista says she would call it a purge. I mean, I feel like the purge comes after the earthquake. A purge needs to happen, but we need the earthquake to be able to get the, to, to, to get to the purge. And the thing is, we're not going to be able to purge those people until enough stuff shakes out and shakes around and there's enough, hey, what the fuck is going on over here? <clears throat> because as this meeting went on, these busy idiots and the nonsense they were talking about, eventually the CEO calls out uh, this one a female coworker of mine and kind of puts her on the spot and he asks her this question about the stupid stuff that these other people are talking about and basically wants to know, Hey, is this going to improve, you know, business? Yes or no. And it's like, well, it's kind of a loaded question because like, I mean, it could be useful, but like, and you can tell that the answer he wanted was yes. <clears throat> and this other busy, busy idiot person basically chimes in and says, oh, yes, it will. It's definitely going to help and everything. So this person, who is a sort of a more quiet person, basically now is coerced to also say yes, because if she says no, now you're going to have a fight in the middle of a meeting, and you're going to have a discrepancy, and one or the other is going to, like, you're going to have to pick sides. and Like, it's just poison. Like, that's fun if you want to be an asshole and make all your employees nervous and anxious and feel terrible. But if you're trying to really truly grow a team, that's a terrible tactic. And so she sent me a message and she's like, I don't know why I got called out like that. Like, but this makes me nervous and makes me very worried. And, uh, I don't know why these other people. And I was like, because they're loud and they talk a good game. They talk about how all this is going to be revolutionary, but also, they're way underestimating the difficulties involved and they are, are building something very small that's taken a very long time to do and they're still not done with it. And I've talked about before, like, why are we doing this? We don't need this. It, it's nonsensical in the scheme of things. And part of the reason why this other person is talking about it is because they don't know how this other shit works. I'm like, oh, for God's sake. Like, here we go again. Every time we have one of these big company meetings, I feel like half the people that are there are just trying to justify why they're employed. They're trying to, like, come up with reasons why they should still have the job and be there. Not that they're really doing anything that really needs to be done. And I'm like, this is just so toxic. And some of the people that really here are trying to just actually get things done who've been here for a long time are just getting kicked to the curb. So I sent another message to this higher level manager <clears throat> and I said, I think you really ought to talk to this other female employee. And the reason, and, and so here's the thing, this, this woman, she's a little on the quiet side. She's a little on the shy side. And she very much gets worried about like when a, when a real confrontation happens, if she gets, you know, ganged up on or whatever, she kind of folds. And I had told her before, look, look, this guy is the guy you need to go talk to. And you can feel her dance around like she's not going to do it. And I said, are you afraid to talk to him? Like you're, if you're afraid and nervous to talk to him because you're worried about repercut, whatever. And she said, well, yeah, I'm worried that if I go talk to this guy, it's going to be seen as going over these other two middle managers heads. And then basically they're going to get retribution. They're going to harass her and make her life miserable. But you know, if it was me, I'd be like, fine, good, let him. Uh, good, then I'll have a harassment case. And whatever, like, fuck you. But I understand. Not everybody has that latitude and whatever. So I sent 
a message, <clears throat> another message to this higher manager and said, Hey, you know, I, I, I think it would be good if you could call this person and talk to them. They're not going to come talk to you because they're worried that that will be seen as jumping a chain of command. And they have a lot of things that I think you should really hear from them directly. Um, so give that maybe some consideration because she said, yeah, if that guy calls me, well, now I have a shield and the shield is, well, this guy who's the C C C O O basically called me. What am I going to do? Say, I can't talk to you about this. Like, so it's different if the higher up person comes down. So in terms of the earthquake, a, that needs to happen. And I, I know this other guy's busy, but I want to be like, God, will you just fucking call her? This is like the same shit. You have these two like middle level managers who are just hiding all of this stuff. They're shoving all these skeletons in closets and they're basically lying about all this damage and everything else because they've, they failed. And they need, if they just said, look, this is failing and not working and we need to revise it, but they're not. They're just making shit worse by letting it continue. So I'm like, man, my God, I hope this guy calls her tomorrow. It it just, it, it needs to happen. It needs to happen. So number one, if you can send positive thoughts and vibes and prayers for that one, that number one is the thing that really needs to go down because uh, this person is way underutilized and underappreciated and it makes me very sad. Black Cat comments that that sounds familiar and has lived through that. This is not the first time I've been through this kind of crap, and I hate it. I, I just want to be able to go do my work during the day and then fucking whatever after work. It, it's just ridiculous to have to play these, like, inner politic games, especially with people where it's like, you know what, fine. They want to do this stuff this way? then let them go do that stuff that way. But then don't tell me that I need to do their crap because what happens and what always happens is it will fail and I'm telling you it's going to fail. And then when it fails, you're going to turn and look at me and go, well, you know, we're all a team and we're all in this together. So it looks like uh, we're really going to need you to step up and fix all this. I'm tired of doing that. I'm tired of doing that. It's so fucking exhausting. And demoralizing. So, that's large tremor number one that needs to again happen. The, the, the tremors are here and there's things rumbling, but that's tremor number one. The other thing that needs to happen for the earthquake and if you want to send your most powerful, power bald, whatever vibes. Uh, Krista says, I would have quit by now. I hate confrontation, especially in a work area. I mean, the only reason why I'm not, again, is because there's people there that I said I was going to support and help. And I feel like I have a due duty to do that. Um, and also, I have a big move coming up. Once I get to Arizona, the story is different. This particular person, she's got situations I'm not going to talk about where she really cannot afford to lose this job. So she's, in a sense, terrified that she's going to get fired or that these people are going to conspire against her to get her fired or that if she talks up and says anything, that, they, that they'll fire her. So she's... She's terrified of losing this job, um, which is also just a terrible spot to be in. I'm not blaming anyone or saying that like it's any sort of fault, but like I've been in that situation before too, and it sucks when you have no latitude to be able to say, you know what, I think I've had about enough of your horseshit. Fucking no, and. If you have a problem with that, I guess you can just go ahead and fire me. Because I'm not doing it. And go fuck yourself. I feel like the, the less 
you have the ability to do that, the more you will eventually end up unhappy because you just can't, you're, you're trapped. I mean, we have to eat and put food on the table and take care of our children and everything else. Like, <clears throat> Krista says, understandable and totally sending positive vibes. Thank you so much. The other, the other big thing. And so this is the one where I need like the most ultimate potent, vi happy vibes. So it, tomorrow morning, this other coworker of mine has an interview, uh, to go work for Ford motor company. And if that interview goes well, there's a high likelihood that they'll end up getting an offer. And if they get that offer and they're able to quit, that will be enough of a tremor to start the earthquake because the earthquake needs to happen. Once the earthquake starts to happen, we can think about the purge. I'm hoping that people come and at this point go, Hey man, you've been here for a while. What the fuck is going on over here? I'll say, well, let's have a big long talk about a lot of this because you guys have made some really bad decisions and continue to propagate some really bad behavior. And until that goes away, you are, you are never going to win this. Like it, it's just, you're, you're gonna, you're fucked. So that is the big thing that needs to happen. Cause if this guy leaves, uh, you're going to see some people panic and just, I feel like, the scurrying of cockroaches when you turn the lights on, that's what needs to happen. So tomorrow is a critical day. It's a critical day. It's also a critical day because even though I have a thing that I built that is super awesome, I now have to fight and justify working on this project because there's some other dipshit who isn't sure if he wants to keep working on it, even though, uh, there's a potential huge boon of both money and business for the company, but this person's a magpie and they're just, they flit from thing to thing and their ideas, well, maybe you can go work on this for a while and then, and then, and then come back. You know, like it, it doesn't work once you disengage from a project, like it starts to, it starts to decay, things get backed up. And then you're going to have a thing you get halfway through and then that line isn't working. Like, it's just I'm like, can we, can you just stop it? And the person that's making these decisions is a fucking jackass. And like, again, we need the earthquake. Yeah. The rhythm is shot. You break, you break the rhythm you shoot the rhythm and it's, and it's over. They, they like to, they like to think of employees is basically being just a percentage of production that like you can just switch them out into individual places and move around. And it's the same effectiveness as if you let people just focus and own on a thing. Like a lot of places you don't do that. And the places that you don't do that are the, the contracting shops or the other places where like, yeah, they just spit out a thing and they turn it over to you. And they don't really care how it turns out and works out later because they don't have to deal with that. So it's just, it's frustrating. It's very frustrating. Um, I also have a potential uh, different employment and business opportunity <clears throat> where somebody that I know is starting up a business and uh, there's a potential that if they can get that off the ground and running, that I might be able to go work over there. And even if I have to take a pay cut to do that and tell this place to stick it, I absolutely will do that. And again, the earthquake. But that gives me also a nice bit of leverage again to just say, look, I don't want to be fucked with, man. I'm so tired of getting fucked with. I don't need you to challenge me. I don't need any of the rest of your help. I, I know what I'm doing. The proof of me knowing what I'm doing are the things that I've built here and engineered here 
that work just fine. Again, this is people trying to justify their jobs. I'm done with those fuckers. Like, fire these assholes. Or have them go work on something else. But tell them to leave me alone. Don't come to fucking talk to anybody in my department. Just piss off. Yeah, it is like ADD. It's, 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 um, it's also greed. It's, I can hire one person to do three jobs. And that'll make me three times the money, and I only have to pay one salary. It doesn't work. Meow the Cat says, it's morning, and as always, hoping your stream has been nice and good health. I'm going to slowly wake up and continue my weirdness a bit later on. But love you and enjoy yourself, Cigar. Continue your weirdness. What do you mean, continue your weirdness? You are, you are always very calm and chill and peaceful. Yes, every now and then you have that weirdo Eastern European person where you get like pseudo aggressive or whatever, but I love it. I, I have, I have a guy that I work with. That's kind of, that's kind of like that. And, and I, I just, it makes me happy. Krista is giving you some uh, purring sounds. I, I do some purring sounds, but I think Black Cat's the only person that likes it. So it's like, ew, it's kind of creepy. <laughs> but please, if you could, make sure you stop by and check out Meow the Cat. And if you are so inclined, spend some bits or drop him a subscription. Or even perhaps give him a tip if you enjoy his stream. Meow the Cat uh, definitely... Uh, benefits from all of those sources of funding and greatly appreciates the support. Much like a lot of us who do these streams, uh, anything that we get for, look, I'll say doing the hard job of putting on some entertainment is always appreciated. Uh, the community and friendship is to me the most important part, but it is nice every now and then to be like, oh, that's uh, a night at the cigar lounge. Or, hey, that's I can buy some new lights. Whatever it is, right? Like, So, Meow the Cat. Fantastic fellow. Podcast listeners, let's go ahead and take a brief break. All right, so we just watched a Pro Bowler uh, smashes trophy and have a cry. And uh, I, again, the, the the thing about that that just floors me and just so fucking funny is the camera guy momentarily just zooming on the broken pieces on the ground. Like, I don't know, maybe switch to a different camera or just cut the feed or something. I don't know. <laughs> if I'd seen that live when it happened, I might have actually died. I might have actually died from laughter. That would have been game over. You're done. There's so many like real world bloopers. I don't know if I've ever really seen like a... I don't know if I've ever really seen something like that and caught it when it happened. I always like see it after on a replay or something, right? <laughs> Death Strike Virus, are you a bowler? I mean, you're from Pennsylvania, I think, right? I, I imagine bowling is in your veins. You and you and Black Cat should get together and, like, rip it up at some bowling alley. <clears throat> he wanted to work on the wild the wild world of sports. I mean, I'd rather, I'd, I gotta be honest, I would rather work on the bowling thing. Who wants to be with this, like, you do the bowling thing, and you're like, hey, camera guy. Focus on the static lane. All right, cool. I'm going to take a bunch of drugs and like zone the fuck out. It's not like you have to follow a bunch of fast moving shit. Maybe initially when you're like a young cameraman, you'd be like, yeah, I want to cover the real stuff. But then once you start to get older, you're like, I don't fucking care. I just want to get my paycheck and fuck this shit. I'm just going to turn the camera. As a matter of fact, I'm just going to point the camera over there and you guys can just look. I focused on the pins. I just want to be the pins guy. So, like, I'll be the pins on lane five. 
And like you just whoever's in the who's ever in the fucking control room, they can just handle this. Death Strike's not a bowler. Dash V, are you a bowler? Do you fucking roll, dude? I bet Dash V throws fucking stones. I bet that dude is one of those guys who get up there and just he, he fucking just hammers those goddamn pins. Deathstrike Virus grew up with dirt bikes, skeet and trap scouts, and after school stuff. Well, other than the I mean, I had the I had the scouts and after school stuff. I didn't have the the skeet shooting and dirt bikes. We definitely had bowling. Fucking uh rainy, shitty Michigan especially in the wintertime when it's like, what else are you gonna do? It's like five outside. It's like, I know, let's go bowling. Wintertime bowling. I miss it. I miss, I miss the smell. The smell. Mm, the smell of a bowling alley. It's like stale beer, farts, and like pizza that somebody baked with their pubes. It's like a slightly funky odor, but it's like, it's kind of like gun oil. There's lane oil. And it's just like... Dash V's an okay bowler. We small town for you shooting sports. I wish I had been into shooting sports when I was younger. I I didn't get into that until I was old enough to go rent a gun on my own. I yeah, foot fungus shoes. And the whole thing about having your own bowling shoes, man, it's the most important thing. Go buy them at Kmart, ten dollars. You don't want to wear somebody else's funky fucking shoes. That's how you get fucking warts and fungus and shit. I mean, fungus is terrible, but getting like. Ugh. Dash V wants to bowl with the gangsta. What do we should have a bowl? Get like a cigar oil lounge USA bowling tournament. And like we'll all meet up at a bowling alley. And won't that just be a train wreck? <laughs> Dash V has his own bowling ball. Okay, what kind of bowling ball is it? Plastic cover, composite core, resin, uh, hook, straight. My husband. Black cat will just show up and start throwing bowling balls on the freeway. Cause all sorts of traffic accidents. I thought this is how you do it. It's how you do it in Colorado. Fuck yourself. It would be a glorious debacle. <clears throat> I'd probably end up doing what I usually do, which is I get bored with the bowling, and then I get just drunk and go fuck around with the arcade machines. That's what I usually do. Uh, the claw game. Like, uh, what's that guy's name from Yellowstone? Yeah, man. I tend to spend all my money on them claw games. Just can't get enough of them. This guy in his ranch coat innocently trying to catch some Pokemon out of a fucking claw game machine. God damn. I try and get that son of a bitch. I probably spent about 10 grand on this fucking machine. You got it when you were a kid? You have no idea what it's made of? That is important. You, like, bowling, man. You really get into bowling. You get into, like, the different covers and the, the cores. You can get, like, a straight core, I think, or, like, a hook core. Like, it's bonkers. Or you can get the uh, you can get the rose, the acrylic ball with like the rose of the skull in there, like from fucking Kingpin. Yeah, we'll put bumpers on it, Krista. Who cares? Sure, bumper bowling. I don't give a fuck. Let's do it. Just the bowling ahead of Neo Geo with King of the Monsters. Those Neo Geo mach machines were so fucking expensive too. I like King of the Monsters though. That's a cool. That's a cool title. I miss that era. I really do. Somebody, po I think it was Ron the Pharaoh, posted a picture of two old Nintendo controllers, and he's like, "What does this make you feel?" And I was like, "Sad," because like I want to go back to that era. Your mom and dad took us some regularly as a family time thing. That I mean, and that's when we would sort of go too. Although honestly, thinking back, I don't know if I've ever seen my sister fucking bowl. I don't think I've ever seen her go bowling. Not that I recall. 
is usually like me, my dad, and my uh, childhood best friend and his father was like the bowling crew when we first learned bowling. And then I would go with my friends later on. And I, and I feel like in a zombie apocalypse, a bowling alley is almost a near-perfect hideout spot because there's usually no windows. There's usually a steel security door on the outside with a vestibule. The inside is wide open. You have food and snacks. Uh, you have uh, uh, a back area hallway with machinery and equipment and everything else. So, like, you close that outer door, you push machines and everything else, and you barricade that inner vestibule door. And then you take, like, the seats and you, like, bolt them up there against the door so it's sealed in. And then you would eventually uh, just need to, there's probably a service entrance door, but that's probably also a heavy-duty security door. So you lock that down. And then you're in there, man. And you just be like, look, I don't care. Let the zombies kill the rest of the world, dude. I'm going to fucking roll. I'm gonna, let's fucking roll so let's bowl. Let's bowl, dude. Who gives a shit? We'll just eat popcorn until we all get scurvy and nutritional deficiency and go crazy. I feel like bowling alleys are, are underrated in terms of like a secure facility. And, the, and that's what like you talk about like The Walking Dead and all those shows. And I feel like having a small group that just travels and survives rather than they're always like these big groups with this like, you know, they turned it into a thing of like survival against the zombies to just post-apocalyptic man versus man shit. I want to see, like, just survival. Like, some people, they got to creep around and shit in. You hole up in a bowling alley or something. Like, that's what I want to fucking see, right? <clears throat> Dash says they'd have one lane regular and one with bumpers for those younger sisters, and somehow one of them would still manage to miss all the pins. You can do it. If you get the bumper where you hit it just right, where it, like, flops down into the side corner... But, uh, sometimes it's fun to, like, use the bumper and try to get, like, a, you know, you want to get, like, that, what is that, one, three, seven, you want to bounce off the bumper so you get, like, the effect of, like, good hook. Yeah, and if food and beer, you'd have slimy hot dogs, and there's probably a vending machine, cigarettes, like, you play arcade games, you could fucking get foot fungus, you'd have sex in the dirty bathrooms and get crabs and fucking probably all sorts of crotch critters and fucking and you eat popcorn bar food. There's pretzels and peanuts. And then, uh, you just hang down there and enjoy, man. You're in a bowling alley. It's like, it's like being in a, it's like magic paradise. I don't care. Nobody's going to get in here. All the zombies going to get in here. There's no way. It's a steel security door. It's barricaded. Unless somebody drives a truck into the side of the building, they ain't getting in. Fucking no way. And then usually those doors, too, they're like flush. There isn't anything to grab. And you push it from the other side, it's barricaded, dude. You ain't getting in here. We're bowling. Oh, don't make too much noise. The end of the I don't care, man. They ain't getting in here. I'm fucking bowling. I, I don't even have to do a prek on Sokol and cheat on the frames. I got unlimited bowling. I'm going to up my 300 game, and then when the, all the shit blows over, I'm going to become a professional bowler. <clears throat> Good place for a tornado shelter? You know what it might be? If you crawled into the lanes and you wonder where the, like, the, the pin setters were, that's like heavy duty. I don't think they'd get you. The bathroom is probably, I mean, they're, I feel like they, they usually are like these cinder block buildings. I mean, you go in the bathroom. Yeah, and if they get in, you hit them with bowling balls. You throw bowling balls at them. You make bowling ball, like, gauntlet hands, and you do, like, a mash technique. There's an F1 tornado in your state a few days ago? Where did it touch down, Krista? Yeesh. And then you just find the, you find the access hatch to the roof, and if there isn't one, you just bust a hole. You just bust a hole through the roof. There's got to be tools and shit in there. There has to be tools in there because they have to have tools and shit around 
to fix the equipment if it breaks down. So you're never going to have tools. So, like, if there isn't an access, you just fucking bust some small hole in the roof, and you climb up there, and then you have a roof. And you could, like, plant seeds. <laughs> Collect water or something. Hey, you to fix that shit. Maybe even a blowtorch. If you got a blowtorch, there's nothing you can do. If there's anything that I learned from the A-team, if there's welding equipment there, you can make machines that are just the marvel of the modern age. You've got fucking welding equipment. You Just a, a cutting torch and or welding equipment, and it's incredible. That's what I want to see. I want to see the A-team versus the undead. So fucking good. The A-Team versus the Undead. They finally don't have to worry about being chased by the army. And they're fucking the A-Team is like doing a job in a bowling alley. And the zombies attack. And then it's the A-Team in in a post-apocalyptic zombie world. That would be the best show ever made. Tell me that wouldn't be the best show ever made. It would be. There's no, there's no doubt. Oh, Mr. T cereal. Wasn't that just Captain Crunch in the shape of T's? It had the same, uh, gum shredding effect that like Captain Crunch has. Where like afterwards you feel like you ate pennies. Dashby says, what if we are the tool? Well, I mean, you might be a tool. (laughs) I mean... We, we can do all sorts of stuff. So, I mean, I guess in a way we, we kind of are. Dr. Perry Falls, by the way, great streamer. Make sure you please stop by and check out Dr. Perry Falls. He's got all sorts of fun commands and silly stuff you can do on his stream. And also make sure you stop by and check out Just Me-V, who also uh, shows Reagan Gorbachev. What? Tim the Tool. Talk about crossover episodes. They should have done an episode where Tim the Tool Man Taylor somehow gets a job or like gets into the band Tool. And then it's like, it's a better band. And he's like, yeah, dude, I don't need your stupid home improvement show. I want a fucking metal band now. Do you see this beard? This beard smells like stale beer and pussy because I'm fucking slaying it. You know how much fucking hot slizz that I get now that I'm a fucking metal singer? And look at this fucking flannel. I rip the sleeves off. I'm fucking out here jamming out at these fucking concerts. You gotta be kidding me. I'm gonna come back to your stupid show and your dumb suburbi, suburbia with your fucking dumb ass. I ain't playing second fiddle to you anymore. Tim Allen. I'm fucking... Fuck you, Al Borland. <laughs> yeah, see this? I need to come back. You can, you can just run the show. I don't give a shit. And you, you like, you know what? You can just have my wife and kids too. There's this dumbass who's on the other side of the fence. You can just have all that crap, dude. I'm out, I'm out here killing it. I'm in fucking tool now. <laughs> a top-down shooter escape puzzle game. I have never heard of that. High and tight pants. L. That guy had. That guy did have a serious beard, though. I feel like if you got Al Borland, Billy Mays, and Bud Spencer together. Uh, and who's that other guy? I always forget his name. Paul something. He's the guy who's in pieces and he's blue on Popeye. If you got those guys together, you'd have like this quad beard attack. The, 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 the beard would just be in, would be amazing. Richard Karn. Yeah, he was killing it in the beard department. That's like a, that's like near perfect beard. I like I gotta be honest. I don't like the whole fucking gnarly 
strangly pube mountain man tactical like no dude the the real power beard is a fucking al borland beard it's a Riker beard paul bunyan no not paul bunyan that was the guy that cut down trees and was fictional the guy he was in pieces <clears throat> i think it's like <laughs> i want to say paul taylor it's not uh hold on his name is uh, for fuck's sake i clicked on the wrong thing it's uh paul l smith paul l smith wait till you see this guy's beard here we go. Uh, that's the wrong guy. I'll just do this. I'll do, instead of searching with the word beard, I'm going to do Bluto. Here we go. This is better. Now you'll, now you'll see what I'm talking about. See? See that beard? It's a pretty, it's a pretty solid beard. Look at him. You get, you get this dude, Al Borland and Billy Mays together. And you have like, you have like the Beardo brothers. They'd be invincible. He's in fucking Dune. I didn't realize he was in Dune. An orca was spotted on a Massachusetts coast interesting um by people on like the shore or like a boat <laughs> i like how zz top they have these long beards and the guy's name is frank beard billy gibbons and frank beard he's got like that really deep voice you know, ZZ Top is one of those bands where, you know, like, they're, like, fucking three songs that they always play on the radio. I have, like, no knowledge of the whole rest of their fucking catalog. Is that any good? He's mean, he's mean, he's mean, you know what I mean. He's mean, he's mean, you know what I mean. A fisherman saw it. Did he see mermaids, too? All right. Everybody, the glass is empty. It's after midnight. We're going to call it. That's uh, another 11 p.m. night cap in the bag. Thank you so much, everyone that stopped by and said hello and joined the chat. I appreciate it very much. Make sure you drop a follow to all of our lovely friends, whether it's on Twitter or Twitch or otherwise. And we will see you again tomorrow night at 11 p.m. So until then, stay safe. Keep the faith and all of that good shit. And make sure you get yourself some sleep. See, Black Cat is so sleepy. All right, we're not going to do a raid today. We're just going to bed. So, good night, everybody. We'll see you again tomorrow. Love you.